All right, um, I want to continue down this path where we've been over the past few weeks uh, talking about this this group of people that's called Ecclesia. And um, in case you're wondering who is that and what is that, we'll explain that a little bit and then we'll move on um, about her. But last last week, actually, David was talking about uh, the authority in a believer or the authority of a believer and uh, walking in that and knowing that there are things at our that we have access to based on God's word and his presence with us that you and I can walk in with the confidence. And sometimes it's just simply saying it brings life. You know what the scripture says that there's the power of life and death is in the tongue. Think about that for a moment. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to us? The power of life and death. Now, here's the deal. If I'm not careful, if I'm someone who who struggle with identity issues or self-love or loving myself or, or respecting myself, I will focus on the latter part. The power of death is in my tongue, so I better be careful what I say. This is true. But he also says there's life in the tongue. So as you and I endeavor to walk and encounter and engage society around us, know that we have the authority to release life and love and blessings over people in people's lives. And watch God's presence just manifest all of them. That's good stuff. Just loving on them, man. Sometimes I love last week David said, you know, just tell my your hair look good. I mean, which by the way, Carol, your your hair hair looks nice. I like that, yeah. Where is he? Where is he? Let me give him a call. Seven two nine. Seven, two, nine. Let me get in trouble in private before we go public with this thing. So I, I kind of want to look at this thing today. Um, uh, I want to go back to this idea of ecclesia, but the idea of ecclesia, authority to shift culture. Ecclesia, the authority to shift culture. Now, real quick, uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on that, but ecclesia, what that is. Re- matter of fact, I have the scripture up there and we'll just kind of look at that. Remember this in Matthew chapter 16. And verse 16 to 19 says, Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And the saint said, yes, hallelujah. But now this word here where Jesus said upon this rock, I build my church. This is the word in the Greek is the word ecclesia. And and I said this before and I said again, when Jesus entered into the realm of earthism, put on this earth suit, and stepped into our realm. He didn't do that just to establish another religious organization. 
They were kind of like Texas. They weren't lacking religious organizations. <laughs> Don't tell my Texas friends I said that, boy. Cause I, anyway. But it, was, it, it wasn't. They had religion. They had rules. They had laws. They had people keeping people bound by adding more law to the law that God had already given them. But what had happened is people had stepped out of the realm of fellowship with the Father where they should have been all along. And so Jesus came and said, you know, I've come to break down that wall to bring you back into a place of your rightful place of authority in the earth. Now, it's kind of interesting because he used a phrase here. He used the word here, ecclesia. Ecclesia is, is not, it wasn't, it was never designed to be a religious group to come together and sing great songs and hear great preaching. Although you guys are blessed. Okay, we won't go back. <laughs> That wasn't, that wasn't his, that wasn't his intention. But what his intention was for a group of people to be called out and to execute, uh, judgments and to govern their communities, to govern their, their, their nations, to be people of authority. And when they spoke into the realm of their authority, things happened and moved. They didn't sit back and wait for other people to give them permission to be who they are. Or to try to vote them out of their authority. But they were the type of people who say, no, 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 this is who we are. We are ambassadors for Christ. We stand with authority. And this is hurting children. This is hurting wives. This is hurting husbands. So we say no more. There will be no sex trafficking in the realm of a healthy ecclesia. Because they will stand up and they'll say, no, 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 no. Not on my watch. Let me just read the definition. It works better for me, okay. I, I don't know. Ecclesia. It, it means a calling out. That is a popular meeting, assembly, a gathering of citizens called out from their homes and to a public place, an assembly. An assembly of people convened at the public place of the council for the purpose of deliberating. This is the ecclesia. This is who Jesus said, upon this rock, I build my church, my ecclesia. And they will come out of their homes and into the public places and make known the righteousness of our king. This is a good place to be. And, it's, and, 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 and they weren't there to be like, hey, here's the law. And if you don't follow the law, I'm going to turn you over to the Sanhedrin Council and they're going to deal with you. Okay? No, no. Jesus would walk along and say, okay, this person is, they, they've broken the law. They found themselves in sin. But he also understood, and everybody else around them are messed up too. So while you're trying to stone them and kill them, Jesus looks into the eye of the adulterous woman and says, where's your accusers? I don't do it either. And he gave her the authority to walk free because grace came with him. This is the ecclesia establishing the council. But, but this is what he said. He said, upon this foundation, upon this revelation, I'm going to build my governing authority. Okay. But then he goes on. Check this out. He said, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Keys speaks of authority. Keys is something that you have. Carl, if you did like some of us, 
maybe most of us, being tell you right is a little different. I have friends, they say, I don't ever lock my car, I don't ever lock my house, I don't lock anything except for my bicycles, because bicycles will disappear around here. <laughs> I don't know, it, this is one of those things. I don't know, they, anyway. But, you have your house built, you have doors, most people have doors on their home, and most doors, they have little locks there, and with that lock come a key, or a set of keys. And the one who possesses those keys has the authority to be able to go in and to come out, to keep people out or to let people in. And Jesus started telling Peter here, he said, man, because of the revelation that you have of who I am, I give you in the ecclesia the authority to begin to release those who have been bound in areas and to bind up that which is trying to keep people bound. You have the authority as the church, as the ecclesia. This is good stuff. Don't get me wrong. I like this. You are my friends. I like interacting. But the idea about coming here and doing what we do is for intel. We come, Greg, and we get intel. And the father said, hey, this is who I am. This is who you are. Now take this out to the masses and empower them to be who you are. So this is the place we come to celebrate him. To gain intel, to get strength, to be healed. You know, there's times we may come together and pray for one another. That's awesome. But it was never meant for this to be the end of all things. This is good stuff. Don't get me wrong. And I want it to happen. I want it to grow. I want to do this as often as we can. But the purpose of this gathering is to get the intel of heaven. And understand the authority of the kingdom. And we go forth. And we unlock those who are bound in addictions. And we begin to unlock those who are bound in poverty. We begin to loose those who don't know who they are. Say, Come on. Go. You're free to move about the cabin. Come on. You're free to move about. So here you have it. So I spent a little more time on that than one, but that's okay. This is good stuff. Because we, we, we're, last week, I, I will say this. Last week when we were, we were here and, 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 and David was, I'm telling you, get the tape. It's good stuff. When David was sharing about speaking in the authority that we have in that and speaking to the mountains, speaking to those certain situations to liberate people from the bondage. And when we do that, it's an act of love from God himself to the people. Okay. And I was sitting there, I was listening to this, you know, I'm like, God, this is what it should be like. We come in for training because you kind of, David, are you embarrassed yet? Cause I'm talking about you a lot here. Are you okay? I should just preach your message to be done with it. And you, anyway, because one of the, those of you know David, it just doesn't stop with the teaching. David takes it to another realm of activation. Because one thing I know that you can teach something, but until you start do, able to do it, doing it, eh, you may or may not have comprehended it just properly. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching this. I'm like, God, this is what it's supposed to look like. To come in and to get intel, to get training from heaven into our spirit. And be able to walk this thing out. I think Jesus, I mean, the, the scripture says, word made flesh. The word comes. I take it. I apply it to my life. And I start walking it out. And the word be, was made flesh. And it dwelt among them. And it dwelt. Among, so, wow. And it is okay. Here we go. All right. So here we have the ecclesia and, and this move. And so I, I, I want to look at this from a point of as the body, 
as the church, as the ecclesia, we carry not only the authority, but the responsibility to get the intel, to get life. Let's say it this way, to get life to the people in our communities, to get to the people in our nation. Remember earlier I said that those keys, when the keys came, it released an authority into the hands of those who possess the keys. Authority follows those who are willing to take responsibility. This might be one you want to write down. Google it to someone. Tweet it. I don't know. But authority follows those who are willing to take responsibilities. If I want to have a measure of authority in my community, I must be willing to come out of the four walls of my church. And put my hands in the dirt of my city. And say what can I do. To help bring life. That's why I love. I, I love when people. You know some people think well you know. The, the most spiritual people. The most profitable people you know for God. Are, are, are the preachers and the pastors. Eh, that's not a bad place to be. But here's the deal. When you're at your job. And you know who you are. You know the intel. You know the life. You know that you have been deputized by the Holy Ghost and you've been sent into that place. And like, I don't have David's jumper cables like you had last week, but you have the jumper cables of the Holy Spirit connected to you. Anyone you come in contact with at your job, you have the ability to help them to get over hurdles that they were wrestling with. Maybe you could send that guy back to his home with his wife and he loved her greater than he did when he got there. Maybe when he left home, he was complaining. Ah, she burnt the chicken, she burnt the brown, and she burnt everything. I don't know what to do. But just maybe, as the conduit of heaven, you can interact with that person and say, well, just bless the Lord. Thank the Lord for another life. Thank the Lord that you have companionship with someone, regardless if they can't cook. That's not that big deal. I mean, it's a deal, but get me wrong. I mean, there's books for that. That's why people sell a lot of them. I mean, there's books. I mean, there's, there's Sarah Lee. I mean, if that works, get Sarah to help you out. But, but wherever you are, wherever we are in our lives, as the ecclesia, we have authority to begin to loose those who are bound in mistaken identities. Loose those who are struggling with relationships in their families. And sometimes it's just by being there. Maybe you just, you said, well, I'm just flipping burgers. That's okay. But at every flip, the Bible says, whatever your hands find to do, do it as unto the Lord. And when I know that I am an ambassador for Christ, I don't go anywhere where heaven don't go with me. Do you hear this? As an ambassador for Christ, wherever I go, there's an entourage of heaven with me and they're waiting for me to make declarations over darkness, declaration over brokenness and say, God, let there be. And he said, I'm waiting for you to say it. So here it is. Because you're an ambassador. This is this is this is our word. We can we can follow this up. This is it's not it's kind of heresy. I know you kind of crazy. I know it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Check this out here. Then these righteous ones will reply, oh, Lord, when did we ever see 
you hungry and feed you, a thirsty and give you something to drink, or stranger and show hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When do we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, that when you did it to the did it to one of these least of these, my brethren and sisters, you have you are doing it to me. The reason I read that is this. Remember I said earlier that authority follows those, follow those who are willing, who are willing to take responsibility. Authority is given to those who are willing to take responsibility. Before that, I, I, I should have, I thought I did put it there. Maybe I... Oh, I did. <laughs> he will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those who are on this right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry. And then he went through that whole situation. He said, come here, guys. See, inherit this this kingdom. Inherit what I have for you. Inherit this. He said, who are you giving this to? Those who are willing to take responsibility of the ram they've been placed in. He said, you have the authority to walk in kingdom realm. Because you said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I'll do it. I don't know what I'm doing. I I, I don't know. What do you want me to do? You want me to go do what? I don't know. Teacher, just show up. You ever thought about that? Just show up. You know, back in the day, calling people said to just show up and God will show out. Show up so God can show out. That's all he wants. He just wants oh, want a body or somebody that believes that he can do it and willing to show up. 100%. Oh, willing to show up. Show up. Go to work. What? They don't want me there. Just show up. Just show up. And allow his authority to move through you. Wow. God, when did we do this? When did I do this to you? Well, when you did it to someone else. Did you give him something to eat? Oh, uh, yeah, well, don't underestimate. No, I mean, if we want to go there, the scripture says some has entertained angels unaware. So, woohoo! <laughs> you ever had that happen to you? Someone just walking down, you interact with someone, and all of a sudden, you're like, okay, where'd it go? Wait, wait a minute. Whoa! Who was that? Hmm, just saying. He said, careful how you interact with strangers because some has entertained angels unaware jesus lord when did we do these good things to you he said when you was doing it to other people i've just said when i see myself as part of a nation of people the christian nation or the ecclesia when i see myself in a group of people like this it gives me a little bit more excitement than just being part of a religious group I don't, I'm not going to go down that road anymore, but just <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Here we go. Luke chapter 14, verse 23 says, then the master said to the servant, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be full. Hear, hear, hear this. He's speaking to his people. He said, now, this is what I want you to do. Now, we've talked about this whole culture thing. This is why I, I, I use that. Put that word there about the culture and have the authority to shift culture. Because here you have the master. He's telling his servants, look, this is what I want you to do. 
I want you to go out into the highways in the hedges. And compel them to come in. Now, understanding these people culture where they were, they didn't just interact with everybody. I mean, we, we kind of like, ah, uh, you didn't walk a certain line. No, I can't have you over for dinner. If you weren't part of a certain group, we can't hang out together. But if you weren't, you know, whew, put our right hats on, our right clothes on, you know, we we're part of a certain elite group. And Jesus came along and said, you know, we, we just really need to do something about this. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to go out into the highways and the hedges. Now, the word here, check this out. I, I like definitions sometimes. It just, I can only go so far, though, because then start going on my head and I lose me. The word highway here is, is pretty interesting, it, you know, properly a way, a way of travel, a road, travel, a journey. Metaphorically, it speaks of a course of conduct, a way, a manner of thinking, feeling, or deciding. In other words, the highway here, it speaks of a culture, a place where there's different cultures, a way of thinking. You go out into places where people may not think the same way as you. They may not act the same way as you. Matter of fact, they may be interacting in cultures that are destructive to their lifestyle. And Jesus said, I want you to go there. I want you to engage into that culture that is destructive in nature. Well, in their people. I want you to engage the people who are involved in those cultures so they can see the light of a better one. The word hedge there, it means a dividing place, something that divides. So he said, I want you as my people, as my ecclesia, as my governing body of people to come together to deliberate on what's healthy for your community, what's healthy for your family, what's healthy for your nation. I want you to engage with human beings that just might be involved in a culture that is destructive in nature. That's different than yours. Because you normally don't go there. That's what that hedge thing was. That hedge is a dividing place. Separate. I want you to engage. Because here's the thing. I've learned this. If I don't talk to people, I don't get to know people. If I don't interact with people, ah, we never get to become friends. And when I take the responsibility to get involved, there comes an authority to begin to speak. Some of you may or may not know, but I was the type of person I, I normally try to skip that process. I wanted the authority to speak in people's lives without having a relationship. A lot of times that backfired on me. <laughs> Most of you guys here when I said I was the guy, I was the microphone guy on the street corner. See, some of you guys, you may have, you may have went to seminary and got your preacher's license. Woohoo! Yeah, baby. Fulton, wherever, I don't know. Yale, <laughs> Harvard. You come out of there with your robe in your head and you know, now I am El Pastor. That wasn't me. I'm not, not, <laughs> the streets, corners of Waco, Texas with a microphone in my hand, saying all manner of things and speaking things that I probably shouldn't have been speaking. But I learned. I learned along the way and there are some things I'm grateful for. But one thing I did learn in that, that without authority, I don't have the voice to open anything. But when given the proper authority, I could walk into any place and unlock. And so this is where it really becomes necessary as the ecclesia, as the body of Christ, as the church, as people of God. 
May we not separate ourselves from his children. That looks different than me. That may look different from you. Their culture may be a little mm, different than yours. They may smell a little different. They may eat different things. They may act different ways. I know, I know, it is true. Maybe they're bathing in the river. That's okay. Maybe they're not bathing at all. That's okay. Maybe, just maybe, you're the answer to go and say, man, Jesus loves you by doing something. And in that, you begin to shift the way they think. Because a lot of times people in broken places, they don't think anyone care or really are concerned. They go from day to day trying to get a morsel of food or just trying to get someone to love them and to care about them. And so they act out in ways to get attention, ways that scare a lot of people, scare a lot of children and people. They begin to put labels on them, say they're like this. They're crazy people. They're blah, blah, blah. And all God is waiting for someone to come and say with the authority that comes from heaven. I love you to life. I just give. I just I just give not because I have to because I want to. He said, I want you to go to the highways. I want you to go where other people are not going. I want you to go where man hadn't gone before. <laughs> that Buzz Lightyear or someone like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want you to go where no man has gone before. There's a, anyway, that's not important. There you go, Star Trek, really? Yeah, boldly go. Boldly go. I like that. I like that. We're going to boldly go where people have not been wanting to go before. Did you not know? Check this out. This is, this is, I'll just close this. But check this out. Remember Jesus, he, when, he, when he met the woman at the well? Remember the story? He met this lady, at the, this woman at the well. And before that, before that, it said in, in John chapter 4, I believe it is, Jesus said to his disciples, he made the statement, I must go to Samaria. There was other ways to get to where he was going. Matter of fact, the Jews had paved the way around Samaria so they didn't have to go through Samaria because Samaria was a group of people that was declared unclean among the religious people. But Jesus made a statement. He said, I must go. I'm not being It's in me. There's somebody there that I must connect with. And here's the deal. He gets there. The thing about Samaria, this is one thing I've learned. Pastor David, is that when I refuse to interact with God's children, regardless of who they are, regardless of them, I could be missing out on a blessing. I could be missing out on a blessing because Samaria at that time was they were a very prosperous place. They were so wealthy that raiders were set on the roadside waiting for people to come from Samaria just to rob them because they knew there was some goods coming out of there. But the religious people didn't want to touch it. Mm hmm. And baby, there's sometimes God is asking me to touch something. And if I use my flesh, I, say, I can't touch that. God said, like, you're missing a blessing. I'm telling you, you might want to get down there to the riverside and, and hold a hand. I was with this young lady. We would go down there to the river and we would, we would work with the, around here they call them woodsy guys. But anyway, we just go down there and love on them. We'd take food or whatever. And there was this lady down there, and, which was kind of like, whoa, this is intense. But she sat there, you know, and she... I mean, she was she was out there, man, and she was so intoxicated. She fell off the log, and you're trying to keep her head from hitting the ground, you know. And we worked with him for a while, and before you, before it was over, you know, and she get up and and this young lady that was with me that we were working with, she's like, just holding, just loved on her. And one of the guys had fingernail polish. I don't know. I don't ask questions. I don't know why he had fingernail polish. That's not important, but he did, and it was blue. She got his fingernail polish, and she painted her fingernails. 
She loved on her right there on the book, on that bank. Among the smell, among the alcohol, among everything that was ugly. And I watch heaven interact with earth. The ecclesia said, not on my watch. I will hold her. I will love her. I will give her a manicure right here on the banks of the San Miguel River. And heaven and the ecclesia, they partnered up. And they loved on someone that had been cast aside. When I am willing to walk into places, this is what Jesus did. He went into Samaria. He found a woman whose life was a wreck. Tell me about yourself. Well, (laughs) see what happened was. My first husband, that didn't work out too good. You know, you know how it is. You know how it is, right, Lord? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And, 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 and Jesus, you, you, you tell the truth because and the one that you're with now is not yours. What? I now, you, now you're kind of meddling in my business. I'm only telling you this because I want you to know that I see your most tender parts. And I want you to know that I care. And he began to speak to her. And it touched her life. He got involved And she opened up. And when she opened up, heaven spoke to her. Bam. She went back home. And all of those men, gentlemen, whatever, people that were around. It says, because of her words, they believed on him. Someone who was broken. Someone that the religious group. Didn't want to go and be with. But the ecclesia did. But the ecclesia, the, the called out ones, the ones that were sitting council and say, Lord, how do you want me to love her? How do you want me to love this person, God? So Jesus showed up and he ministered to her. She went back and said, all those people, they believed on Jesus because of her words. And then it got to the point where it's like, you know what? We thank you for what you've done, lady, but we, we've grabbed a hold of this for ourselves. We just believe them. So don't underestimate your encounters. The Lord speak to your heart. The Lord speak to your heart. Say, you know, just, just bless him. Just smile. Just smile at him. Just, he'll go further than that. Just, why, why don't you give him a quarter or a dollar or a penny or five dollars? I don't know what he wants you to do. Give him a sandwich, whatever. If you're at work and that person's having a bad day and you know it, just let him go. It's going to be okay. Just smile at him. Give him some hope. Because that's who we are. We're brokers of hope. We're hope brokers. We're, we, we distribute Hope. We put hope in a place that it needs to be, and that's in the heart of God's people. So when you show up, don't go in. Say, well, yeah, I'm going to do this because I'm a Christian. Nah. You go in because this is who I am. I'm part of the ecclesia, the church of the living God. Can I have five more minutes? Because that clock is fast. <laughs> I, yeah. You, you. 
I, I have friends. And, and high places and in low places. They would say no. Just out of curiosity. That's good. That's good. That's good. Check this out. Okay. As the church of the living God. Here, here you have Paul, and he's sharing this with Peter. Not Peter. <laughs> Timothy. Oh, Tim. And he starts out, and he starts telling them about the leadership of the church. He starts talking about the church leaders. He starts talking about the deacons. He said, this is the way they, you know, they should carry themselves, and, and this way, you know. And he just kind of laid out the structure of the, the leadership structure of the church. But then he gets on down, and right here at verse 14, he said, these things I'm writing to you, he said, I'm going to come. I want to come. He said, but though I hope to come to you shortly, but if I delay, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourselves in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillars and ground of truth. That word church there is the same word, ecclesia. Same word. He said, so you may know how to govern yourself in the family. That word, uh, oikos, oikos, family, the house of God, the family of God. You may know how to behave, which is the ecclesia of God. And it goes on. Which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth. Now, this start pouring out. Okay, okay. Here's some pointers, if you would, of who you are. Here's the reality of the ecclesia, of the church, of the children of God. This is who you are. Number one, you are pillars. We are pillars in our community. We are pillars in our society. The ecclesia are pillars. Check this out. Woo-hoo, this is good stuff, man. Hallelujah. A pillar is, I like this, to stiffen a post style. To bid to stand. To cause a person or thing to keep his or its place. To stand, to keep intact. Mm-hmm-hmm. To escape in safety. To establish a thing, to cause it to stand. Listen to this. He said, you, we, I, y'all. God, I threw in that Texas thing there. We are, if you would, the material that's been inserted into society to help others to stand when they didn't think they could. The ecclesia is, is a network, if you would, of people or, or a raw material that God has placed into the earth. So when other people was having a melt, a breakdown, say, I don't know what I'm going to do. Come here, baby. Right here. When you can't stand, I'll stand for you. When you need something to lean on, lean on me. No, when you're not strong, you've heard that one? Okay. I just want to break out into R&B real quick. Here. But this is where you've called us to be. Those that people can lean on. Am I someone that tell you I can lean on? If not, I need to go to my God and say, God, help me. He said, you are the church. The ecclesia, the house of God, the family of God for the world around you to say, when I'm weak, I got something to lean on. I got something to lean on. Can you lean on me? Can you lean on me? 
If not, then I'm like, I've got to go to him and say, God, help me. Give me strength. He said, but when you're weak, then you're strong. Oh, how is that? Because you trust me. Oh, okay. So when I go in, I don't go in under my strength. I don't go in as Peter, but I go in as the power of the living God in me. And I stand in my place. And as I stand in my place, he said, I have the ability to tell other people, be strong. Let the weak say, I am strong. Be strong. You can do it. Why? Because God is with you. Stand straight. Straighten your back. You're not a doormat. You're not weak. You're the people of God. You're a child. Jesus, he gave his life so you can have strength. Stand up. I stand with you. I stand with you. This is who we are. So when you leave this place, we don't walk out of just some religious group that has nothing to offer but a bunch of words that fall to the ground. But we are people that say, God, in the name of Jesus, not on my watch. Not on my watch. May we take the authority that God has given us, whether it's the word from our tongue, speaking life, speaking love, speaking encouragement, or maybe it's just declaring that you will stand. I don't know what I'm going to do with my children. I don't know how I'm going to feed them. That's all right, baby. We got you covered. Because I know there's some people over here. We'll get you some groceries before the day is over. We'll get you something. We'll get you something. This is what Ecclesia does. She's more than a religious group that lost any influence in the earth. But the real Ecclesia will stand up. And the earth leaders, kings, will come to her. Presidents of nations will come to her. They will ask you, how did you get out of it? And I I hear, I see your joy. I see your peace. You're always smiling. You you love your dogs. You you love your husband. I I just want to know, how how do you do it? Because, you know, everybody else seems to be freaking out around us. And and you seem to have it all together. Again, how do you do it? And so, you know what? All I can tell you is that, you know, there was someone who helped me out. You know what? There's this rock. I believe the psalm says, when I'm overwhelmed, Lord, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Woo! Lead me to something that strengthens me when I can't strengthen myself. This is who we are. We're pillars. Pillars and ground. Not only do we add strength, but we add security. Ground is not going. It means to immovable. Is one of the words that it's not going anywhere. People got to know that the church, the ecclesia, the people that love them, we're not going anywhere, baby. If I love you today, I'm going to love you tomorrow. I may not agree with you. I may not agree with your ideas. That don't mean that I don't love you. Come on, let's sit down and have a cup of coffee. And let's just discuss this thing. Without you fearing if I love you or not, I'm not going anywhere. We're pillars. Ground of truth. Of the truth. truth. Come on. Come on. Not a truth. The. The. (laughs) He said, I write unto you. I intend to come. I plan on coming. I'm going to come. He said, but if some reason my flight is delayed, canceled out, no, can't get home. I want you to know who you are. When you walk down the streets of Telluride, you need to know how to conduct yourself. Conduct yourself, not in fear, not in anxiety, not knowing who you are, but ready to be an answer and a hope 
to people that are broken. See, we, we come through this week and there was a lot of people that are broken this week and they're, they're trying to figure out life. There's a family that's trying to figure out life without their husband, without dad. You know, someone's got to, someone needs to get to them. There's, 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 a, there's a young man who was part of that situation that someone needs to get to him and give him some hope because he's broken. Someone needs to get to his heart. Say, son, it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. There's a family that needs the ecclesia to come. Not a religious church, not a religious group, but people of God that will love them to life. And it doesn't matter what culture they are of. But when you come in, you begin to shift the culture. You begin to shift the ideas of what real church looks like. This is where it happens. And this is how it happens. Can you stand to your feet with me, please? Father, we thank you for your grace. <clears throat> thank you for your love, God. Thank you for loving us to life. Thank you, Lord, that you met with us despite, despite where we were. Lord, you found us in various places. You found us in places of Samaria. You found us in places on the banks of rivers. And you said you needed to come to us. And you did. So, Lord, we thank you today that you have deputized us. You have anointed us to go into all the world and give the good news to all of those who are lacking today. Lord, I pray, Lord, out of Telluride and all the places that are represented here today, the ecclesia will rise up. She will rise up. And she will give a picture of what heaven is really like. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just release blessings in this place right now. Thank you for your kindness. I thank you for your love, Lord. We just release your blessing, God. Your life. Your life, God. Your life. Your life, God. Your life, God. Heaven come. Heaven come. Heaven come. Jesus, 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 heaven come, I release it, God, your peace, your peace, your peace, God, your peace, God, sure. Thank you that you're healing broken hearts, God, even right now, broken hearts, God. You're healing them right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the, that you're bringing clarity to confusion right now. Which direction I need to go, which direction I must go. Lord, you're bringing clarity to that right now. Receive clarity, the soundness of mind right now. Lord, we thank you that you're bringing strength to love. To love. Strength to love, Lord, that which has been 
hurtful towards me. You've given us strength to love, God. The anointing to love. Lord, we release that right now in Jesus' name. Lord, and you're releasing the, the ability to receive love this morning, God. We thank you, Lord, that we receive it, God. We receive heaven's kiss this morning. We receive heaven's kiss this morning right now. We receive it, God. You're worthy of his love. You are, you are, you are. We just break off abandonment and rejection of the past. And we say you are worthy of the love of a father right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. Set and kept us free. That's what you do. And we receive your freedom in Jesus' name. Amen.